0: Hundreds of pages of documents related to Jeffrey Epstein were the financier <laughs> were unsealed late on Wednesday night, and we should absolutely start by saying that this is not a light topic at all, even though years of memes about his death or suicide and the people related to the case have numbed everyone's brains to the point where it is almost seen as a joke to be associated with this guy. Guilty. Uh, The crimes committed on Epstein's island and facilitated by Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell are horrific. And while the names included do, in some cases, shed light on what appears to be an orchestrated trafficking network for rich and powerful people, some of the names included on the list are also just people who associated with the guy for what could be innocuous reasons. So we'll try to provide context to the more prominent names and also state the obvious out front. There shouldn't be a political bias when it comes to people who did commit crimes through Epstein. If Bill Clinton did something messed up, he's a piece of shit. Some of your faves may be implicated. It was Pelosi's daughter. That Christine said that, right? Pelosi. If Donald Trump did something messed up, he's a piece of shit too. Though both of those names were already attached to Epstein for years. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, and that's... This news, not a lot of news in this news. No, that seems to be the case with the majority of the names within these newly released documents. A majority of the names on the list were already known to have been associated with Epstein. This is just further confirmation of a relationship, business, legal or otherwise, with him in some capacity. And a lot of these are mentioned like offhand. Yeah. Or they're mentioned in questioning where the witnesses were like, were they there doing something? No. They're just mentioned as part of it.
1: So There's also the jet, which yeah. like, so a lot of names on that jet list, but then you also have like rich people like loan their jets out to other people a lot. I guess that's a thing. I don't, I don't know. know. So that's another thing where people are like, oh, you wrote on Epstein's jet. And it's like, yeah, that pretty damn sus, but also, I don't know how these people live their lives. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were just borrowing a jet. I have no idea. And we I was hoping we'd get a little more insight into questions like that, but uh, alas.
0: Yeah, at least and this and we're talking specifically about the ones that were unsealed Wednesday night because apparently more are going to be unsealed going forward. Oh, good. Yeah, so okay. anyways.
1: But yeah, in fact, the federal judge who ordered the documents to be unsealed did so because most of the information was already publicly available anyway. Also, if you've been on Twitter at all for the past few days and specifically in the past 24 hours or so, chances are you've seen an absolutely massive amount of blatant disinformation with people who are not even on the list being called out for being associated and people who are on the list being conveniently left out of the conversation entirely Mm -hmm. Uh, also just a whole lot of porno ads on the on twitter oh my god 24 hours they opened the floodgates yeah there was but
0: there was like an image specifically i think it was on fox news or newsmax or one of them where it was like a lineup of people who were named and specifically leaving out anyone that was a conservative or you know donald trump or whatever Uh, but yeah that's what's going on but the worst of it is people that are like doctoring documents There's straight up
1: like fake ones there was one that had like a bunch of NBA players or something it's I I don't know so one of the names that is not on the list but has had a real nightmare of a week already thanks to his name being associated with the list on a major sports program was Jimmy Kimmel Yeah. despite the work of thousands of people spreading disinformation online Kimmel is not associated with Epstein nor does he appear on the list at all Uh, Aaron Rodgers we will see you in court Well, not me, but he he, will. Yeah, he will. A guy I know. I don't actually know him. But many of the accusations are working in reverse in order to somehow prove claims that Aaron Rodgers made earlier this week on the Pat McAfee show, where he joked about Kimmel being on the list in retaliation for Kimmel making fun of Rodgers last year because he's a weird dude. So anyway, McAfee was forced to apologize to the late night host directly after Kimmel threatened legal action against Rodgers and McAfee, saying in a tweet earlier this week... Dear asshole, for the record, I've not met, flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any list other than clearly phony nonsense that soft-brained wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from reality. Your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the facts further in court. Another thing, though, there are nearly a thousand pages
0: in these documents, uh, the ones that were released on Wednesday. Details are going to keep coming out. More information will be analyzed. More documents are scheduled to be unsealed in the future, so keep that in mind. As for who is on this list, well, let's get started. And if something is written about them specifically within the context of the court cases, we will let you know. But again, some of these are just names that were included in Epstein's files, and for legal purposes, that does not implicate them
1: in any crimes unless otherwise noted. Yeah, we have a long list of names, and then we have like actual testimony from one of the victims that takes a few specific names and implicates them much more severely. Yeah, and
0: in these documents as well, there's people who have been implicated uh, in various ways previously, and these documents obviously are a new addition on top of certain things, but in some cases have a lot less information about those people than the other stuff that's already come out. It's very uh, confusing, but we're not going to go through the entire list because A, it's extensive. Also, some of the people on it, uh, we have no idea who they are. Some were employees of Epstein. Some were involved in court cases. And some of the people on the list are the actual victims' names and their family members' names, which obviously we're not gonna include. But here are the names that we recognized or ones that have been pointed out for
1: specific reasons. So, obviously, Prince Andrew, Alan Dershowitz, Jean-Luc Brunel, former President Bill Clinton, Cameron Diaz, Glenn Dubin, Marvin Minsky, magician David Copperfield, former Vice President Al Gore, former President Donald Trump, Ghislaine Maxwell, Stephen Hawking, what? Leonardo DiCaprio, Bruce Willis, Michael Jackson, George Lucas, former Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak, Matt Groening, Tom Pritzker, Kevin Spacey, Kate Blanchett, and Naomi Campbell, and just dozens and dozens more. Uh, Some of those names appear in the documents once, with no other context or indication of wrongdoing. Some, like former Trump lawyer Alan Dershowitz, appear well over 100 times, with statements from victims that directly accuse him of wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. So let's just go through some of these and see what, if any, new information there is from these documents. Not to beat a dead horse or anything, but what we're about to indicate is what is now publicly available in the documents. So this next part, we will not speculate outside of what's included because this is all very high profile legal shit. Yeah. Uh, links to the full PDFs as well as articles with further analysis are linked in the description below.
0: Yeah. A lot of the A-list Hollywood names on the list, uh, specifically Kate Blanchett, Bruce Willis, Leonardo DiCaprio, Cameron Diaz, and so on. They were they were in the documents, but only referenced by witnesses in the case as people Epstein claimed to have been friends with or had talked with on the phone. Uh, That's got to be uh, annoying. Yes, <laughs> extremely. <laughs> uh, I can't even imagine. Oh my and, God. And this is just like, yeah, he said he's talking to, he's friends with all these Hollywood types, like oh, so and so and okay. so and so. And these are all like court transcripts where oh they're asking about God. it. God. Yeah, and this is with the witnesses claiming in court docs that they hadn't actually met or even seen these people in person. Uh, Naomi Campbell was apparently friends with Ghislaine and had a birthday party that one of the witnesses attended, but the witness just referred to Naomi Campbell as a rude bitch. Well, that's, so that's the, she ex- has been known to be that That's way. the extent of that one. Uh, Kevin Spacey, despite his numerous other accusations, is only mentioned casually in the documents and the witness had never met him in person. So you can see how these names can appear without any actual implication of wrongdoing. Though, at this point, it's fair to say that even being associated with the guy is a huge mark against you personally. Uh, and Yeah, this is like, uh,
1: there was a point, there was like an eight-year period of time where he had already, like, very publicly gotten in trouble for sex trafficking, underage girls, Mm -hmm. and had gotten a slap on the wrist, and... People continued to uh, hang out with him, come to dinner, go to the island, and at that point... uh, Yeah, you you don't get a pass with that. Yeah, what Uh are you doing?
0: So regardless uh, of whether or not they were ever even aware of Epstein's crimes, it depends on when this all took place or when they were talking with him. I don't know. It doesn't say so.
1: Uh, Magician David Copperfield appears to have had at least an idea of what Jeffrey was up to because in the documents he apparently asked a witness if the witness was quote, aware that girls were getting paid to find other girls. Yeah, very specific, David. Mm -hmm. Physicist Stephen Hawking, who was once seen as the smartest man on earth, was mentioned in the docs and it's definitely um, suspicious because they indicate that there was a reward for people associated with a victim to go against their claims.
0: Like they were putting out uh, a prize for people related to the witness to refute the claims against Stephen Hawking
1: Uh, As for pop star Michael Jackson, a witness did indicate that they'd met him in person at Epstein's house in Palm Beach, but that they didn't massage him. Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson and and Kevin Spacey, it's like, this isn't their thing. They had a different thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) They had a different thing, an equally fucked up thing, but not the same thing. Donald Trump is mentioned a few times in the docs, despite his son claiming the opposite on Twitter for some reason. Yeah. Uh, this is already well known. Yeah, uh, it's been known for years. There's, he's he's uh, been connected he, to Epstein. Trump has been since the beginning. He has been filmed and photographed with Epstein. Yeah, uh, quoted the, talking about him. He has numerous on the record quotes mm-hmm. about Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, he, he he likes him young, Jeff. What yeah. a great guy. Um, and yeah, it was previously also listed on the flight logs. And in these new documents, the main thing that we could find was that Trump was good friends with Epstein, but didn't partake in sex.
0: Uh, former President Bill Clinton is, of course, mentioned and within the documents is referenced by a witness as someone who, quote, likes them young, referring to girls. Bill Clinton being horny? What? Oh, Uh, yeah. Uh, his vice president, Al Gore, is referenced, but he comes out clean in these docks because a witness is asked directly if they ever even met Al Gore or saw him on the island at all, and the answers were no to both questions. The same goes for the former uh, Israeli prime minister, Ehud Barak. He's mentioned, but the witness does not recall meeting him, though it had been previously reported that the prime minister met with Epstein dozens of times and had been photographed going in and out of his residence. Which is...
1: There's a whole backstory there of this. Is, There's a yeah, side story of this so of like there him like, being a
0: Mossad agent or something.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we're never going to fucking know, but I that is one of the theories behind the whole Epstein thing that I think has some legs to it is yeah. that this was a, a global blackmail network for yeah. intelligence agencies. To control powerful people. Specifically the Mossad and the CIA. Yeah. Um, so meeting with, Israel's prime minister multiple times, that would maybe line up with
0: that, but who the hell knows. Yeah, this is another example of these documents being additional info on top of what's already been released. And we should reiterate that all of our reporting today is specifically about what was contained in the newly unsealed documents. Jean-Luc Brunel, who ran a modeling uh, uh, agency financed by Epstein very suspicious, Yeah, obviously mentioned in these documents, which indicated that one of the victims was trafficked to him multiple times and stated that Brunel was a close friend and regular travel companion of Epstein.
1: Yeah, I'd say when you're a man and your job is running a modeling agency. Financed by Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, I think they got you.
0: Yeah, also not surprising (laughs) at all, Prince Andrew of the British royal family. Obviously, everyone already knows this. This is public knowledge (laughs) by now. There's
1: fucking multiple photographs of him with the victim. That
0: couldn't be me. I don't know how to sweat.
1: Yeah, I lo- that was his excuse. I lost the ability to sweat when I was fighting fighting in the Falkland War. Don't worry, I got it back though. I can sweat now. I'm totally innocent, and please ignore the fact that I've been completely shunned by yep. the royal family uh, and been stripped of all my honors.
0: But these documents, they mention that one of the victims had sexual relations with Prince Andrew multiple times in different locations.
1: Yeah, that one, I'd say I, I'm gonna call that one uh, that that happened. Mm-hmm. We we got you, Andrew. Uh, But then there's lawyer Alan Dershowitz, who has legally represented people such as Donald Trump, O.J. Simpson, Harvey Weinstein, and Epstein himself. Uh, He's a little bit before our time, but, like, he was at one point... A very prominent one. He was like considered one of our nation's greatest legal minds.
0: That's why uh, the O.J. legal team went after him to get him onto the team.
1: Yeah, he he's a Harvard professor. Had, like yeah. like many people in Trump's orbit, he's a guy whose reputation at one point was stellar, and now could just not be even wor- Almost worse. Almost
0: exactly the same as Rudy Giuliani. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, Dershowitz had also been previously implicated in crimes associated with Epstein, and these documents reiterate the claims that have already been brought up in court, which indicate, and we're, we're quoting the documents here: Epstein required Jane Doe three to have sexual relations with Dershowitz on numerous occasions while she was a minor. And Dershowitz not not no spring chicken himself. No. And while many of the people implicated in these latest documents simply shut the fuck up and did not release a statement at all, um, Alan Dershowitz, he did things a little bit differently Mm -hmm. and performed one of the most bizarre responses imaginable.
0: Yeah, really encompasses just everything that's floating in the zeitgeist right now. Going on
1: the news, going on TV, and basically saying that if you think what he was alleged to have done was that bad, then why haven't you condemned Hamas? Well, why haven't you? This happened. Here's the clip. They are quiet. They are silent. The incredible hypocrisy
0: of the Me Too movement, Me Too, except if you're a Jew. If uh, And I want to have a list of all the radical feminists who are pushing hard, and I understand that, to get all these names revealed, and I want to know how many of them have ever actually condemned Hamas for the rapes that we now know occurred and the murders that occurred. How
1: many have been silent? Uh, sir, we're not sure that that's the airtight defense that you think it is, but um... I'm not gonna stop you. No, let him talk. Proceed, sir.
0: Mm-hmm. But okay, take a breath. Let's move on to some stories that are way less heavy than all of that. Uh, and, and again, this is, there's not a lot new here, but the way that the internet has kind of like jumped on all this new stuff, despite it not being anything new is is like, there, there's things that at the very least should be clarified. Uh, especially all of the disinformation that's out there and the documents that are
1: clearly edited. This is always going to be the source of, like, disinformation, yeah. conspiracy theories. It will always be the case, and uh, I think a lot of that comes from uh, the fact that there is ample evidence that the U.S. government is in possession of that will never see the light of day. Yeah. Um, because, well, he died. We yeah. were going to prosecute him, but then he died. Oops. So yeah. no reason to dig any deeper into any of that.
0: Yeah, but... Uh, Yes, it was a very depressing way to start out the first newsdom of the year, I agree. But uh, it was a huge story. And there's a few more political stories that we'll get to in order to cleanse your eyes and ears from the last story, but let's talk about this first. The fact that director Christopher Nolan got called out live on Peloton while he was participating in a class by an instructor who obviously, obviously had no idea that the famous director was watching and participating in the class, when she stated that his movie sucked, and she wishes that she could get those hours of her life back.
1: Why is this instructor bringing up killers of... I'm assuming it's killers of the... Or that no, first uh, of that's Scorsese. <laughs> Oppenheimer. And sorry. no, it's not Oppenheimer but, either. Oh, Tenet? Yes. I, that's the one of his that I have not seen yet. And I've heard very uh, mixed uh, things about it.
0: Yeah, the Peloton instructor has been marked safe because that's the one Christopher Nolan movie that no one seems to care about.
1: Yeah, I I mean... I. I a few people really consider it a masterpiece, but I've heard it's it's not easy to watch.
0: But it, he appears to have taken it in stride, and it is very funny that he's just working his ass off, and it's like, hey, by the way, you know what movie sucked? Yeah, it's uh, taking strays. Yeah, anyways, yes, someone actually found the clip, but first, here's what happened per Variety. Nolan summed up his appreciation for film criticism by telling a story about how he was once using his Peloton for a workout class, only to have the instructor pan one of his movies. The Oscar nominee did not disclose which film it was, but clearly the Peloton instructor had no idea Nolan was in his virtual class that day.
1: Quote, I was on my Peloton. I'm dying. And the instructor started talking about one of my films and said, did anyone see this? That's a couple hours of my life I'll never get back again. Nolan said, when film critic Rex Reed takes a shit on your film, he doesn't ask you to work out. In today's world, where opinions are everywhere, there is a sort of idea that film criticism is being democratized. But I, for one, think the critical appreciation of films shouldn't be an instinct, but it should be a profession. Okay. And uh, like we said, people online quickly found the clip and posted it. And the instructor was specifically talking about Tenet. We'll play the clip now, if we can. Otherwise, we'll just quote the instructor. Here you go. This song is from the soundtrack of a movie called Tenet. Anybody see this shit? (laughs) did anybody see this besides me because i need a manual someone's got to explain this yeah i'm not kidding what the fuck was going on in that movie do you understand seriously you need to be a neuroscientist to understand and that's two and a half hours of my life that i want back i want it back can they swear in peloton classes oh yeah of course yeah you can pick one i don't know if i like that
0: i used to do it a while ago because uh my like uh uh building had like a peloton that people could use mm. and uh so i was doing it yeah they cuss all the time some of them are really fun you can do like family friendly ones yeah but uh yeah they can kind of do whatever they want interesting and that's the thing you're doing like an hour of working out and bike riding they start shooting the shit
1: it's fine chris nolan uh he is endearing himself to people a lot uh he he's he's hosting a uh, screening of the curse yeah i saw that yeah uh, because i guess uh hit when benny Safty, who was in oppenheimer uh wanted to make the curse nolan was like very supportive and do you hear the other thing it? about like he, he, like he told him like to a- for the aging process his uh, director's his his trick is to eat a bunch of cheese yeah. to make your voice sound more gravelly <laughs> sure i don't know how that works but well he would know yeah i
0: he's the author i trust him But let's move on to insane shit that you find on TikTok. Oh, good. Our next story is about a TikTok creator who decided to dig a (laughs) massive tunnel. This fucking bitch. (laughs) Underneath their house while apparently learning how to do it on the fly. Yeah. And doing so without any inspections or permits, obviously. Because people probably would have been like, no. No, you can't dig a a 20 to 30 foot underground cavern
1: underneath your house. It's not only perilous for the house on top of it yeah it all depending on where you live this could have implications for the surrounding area
0: yeah i mean we got to give it to them it, it does look pretty cool it's very clear that they worked very hard on this gigantic hole in the ground and tunnel system digging holes obviously very fun yeah who doesn't love
1: digging a hole this is taking it too far yeah this is building a mine shaft I can't say I wouldn't do this myself.
0: I I would probably think better before actually committing to do it. But it sounds like a fun activity if there weren't any actual inherent danger in it. But
1: it could collapse on you. It could collapse your house. It could collapse other other people's houses. There's just certain things you shouldn't DIY. There are tradesmen in this country and around the world who study these things yeah. for a living. It's dangerous
0: to dig just a deep hole in your backyard because the walls could cave in. Yeah. Uh, this though goes above and beyond. There's like support beams and cinder blocks and all kinds of stuff. I don't know how safe that still is, but
1: it it looked impressive. Was she playing uh, the, the rap song from the movie Holes while well, she was do- digging the hole? Digging up holes, dig them up. I'm sure there was lots of music to be listening to in
0: the digging year up. that this took apparently. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, it seemed as though they were trying to do it in a way that was sort of safe, I guess. But that's not how any of this works. And the biggest concern was that this was essentially creating a giant sinkhole that could have damaged all of the other <laughs> properties around them and potentially hurt or killed someone, including themselves.
1: Yeah. It it,
0: it, it seems like the, the, what was the movie, Barbarian? She's like, <laughs> do you see how much square footage
1: I've added to this house? Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. Uh... Can, can you count square footage of, of a basement?
0: <laughs> Maybe they saw Barbarian. It was like, now here's an
1: idea. Anyway, also, yeah, this almost certainly would have gone completely unnoticed if the person didn't post all their progress directly to TikTok, where they garnered millions of views from people who were absolutely fascinated by the process. So they literally ratted themselves out. And after about a year of videos documenting their progress on the tunnel system and bunker, um, the city is trying to gain access so they can inspect it and almost certainly shut it down. We want to wanna get in and get a little look at it, a little look-see. Apparently, one of the TikToks included a local hauling company's uh, truck mm-hmm. with the, the name and the phone number. Yeah. So viewers were able to finally figure out where this death trap was located. Yeah, the news interview and drop a dime. Uh,
0: neighbors, too. We get And we get to that.
1: But yeah, it sound, sounds like they're at least open to the idea of letting it remain as long as it's up to code. <laughs> Which should probably Which won't I, be. I, I, Yeah. I, Could you imagine, though, if they went there and they were like, we've never seen anything like it. It's
0: beautiful. It passes all of the tests.
1: I mean, I, I do forget sometimes there are parts of this country where you can kind of just do whatever the fuck you want. If you did this in California, you would be executed.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, they, it would yes, shoot you on site. Yes. And, and if you did this in Florida, you'd
1: get three feet down and be yeah. consumed by water. So yeah. there's a,
0: there's only a couple places where this can happen. And the fact that they're like, we just want to have a
1: look yeah, let's... is, is <laughs> kind of cool. There's no fucking way this is up to code, though, because like one of the fucking videos she posted early on was like, You know, building a concrete shell for the shaft and fucking it up and having to like tear it down and rebuild it. Look, you're going to make a few mistakes, and to her credit, she did tear it down and rebuild it. I guess. Anyway, here's local outlet Fox 5 DC with more on this. A Virginia woman is gaining notoriety online after documenting a home project of digging a tunnel underneath her suburban home. The woman does not disclose her full name online, aside from what appears to be her first name. Kala, and has amassed more than 500,000 followers on TikTok. One of the most watched videos on her TikTok account, at Engineer Everything, was uploaded in August 2023 and had 7.6 million views at last check. And the funniest fucking thing about that TikTok handle is like, and I fell for this too, I was like, oh, she so must be an engineer then. <laughs> no, apparently not. Hmm. Again, better work than I would do with just some uh, learning
0: online. But yeah, the video recapped her construction work over a year. In the video, she said she used hundreds of concrete blocks for the 30-foot entrance, and the main chamber is 22 feet below ground, according to the woman. Her videos are filled with comments from people who question how safe the process is, along with legality questions. In response to the tunnel digging, Fox 5 received an email from the town of Herndon, and a spokesperson said the town received notice of activity of potential violation of the Uniform Statewide Building Code that was occurring at a residential property within the town's corporate limits. Quote, As is standard protocol following such notifications, representatives from the building's officials and zoning administrator's office conducted a site inspection on Thursday, December 7th, 2023. The town is working with the property owner to correct any violations and ensure that the property is safe and in compliance with the code. An email to Fox 5 read, You just give us a little peek. Look, okay, yeah, great job. Couple things, and we'll get those fixed, and then you can have your underground bunker, which I think is pretty cool.
1: Also, she apparently consulted old FEMA manuals. FEMA has official guidelines for building bomb shelters and storm shelters but the ones she was looking at were from like Illinois or something and not and like that actually matters uh cuz different parts of the country have different ways that the ground works This woman
0: is a trailblazer uh this is this is the the perfect way to solve the housing crisis you give everyone a tiny home on top and you let them go nuts underground The, the yeah
1: the <laughs> We're all mole people <laughs> They say th- you know, verticality is how we solve uh, this crisis. They what didn't say which like, direction yeah, we're going though. down. It's actually so much more difficult to go down than go up, but <laughs> yeah. fuck it. Sure. Yeah, uh, it continues. One woman who lives near the home where the tunnel mining is happening said she recognized the home after seeing the videos on Reddit. She didn't realize it was right before her own home. It's kind of crazy, kind of funny, not gonna lie, but definitely I have some concerns with whatever she's doing and, like, the area around us is soil and whatnot. (laughs) Just making sure she's not damaging the properties around, she said. Another man who asked Fox 5 not to identify him said he's noticed construction happening over the past few months. If I remember correctly, maybe last summer, I just started hearing, like, not rock blasts, but just loud noises, and some dude was, like, digging dirt out, he said. Fox Five also reached out to the woman who declined to comment further before her permit process is complete. Smart. I would never out myself as a redditor on the news, That's, <laughs> but this uh,
0: person did. And uh, uh,
1: first off, the narwhal bacon's at midnight. Second of all, <laughs> wow, I saw my house on
0: Reddit. Uh, and yeah, it, it very smart. This look, the woman who dug the tunnel, very smart. Look, I'm not talking to the news. You guys are going to try to get me to say something stupid and ruin the permit process.
1: Yeah, you're going to try to get me to implicate myself. Mm -hmm. Unlike the just hours of TikTok footage I have posted already.
0: But yeah, okay, we do have more news for you in just a second. But first, let's take a moment to thank today's sponsor, HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Whether your resolution is to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. Say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price you'll like, delivered right to your door. Make saving time your breeziest resolution with quick, convenient recipes delivered right to you. Just choose your meals and select your delivery date. HelloFresh handles the meal planning and shopping, so all you have to do is open your weekly box of pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes to get cooking. Each HelloFresh box is packed with farm-fresh ingredients, and everything arrives pre-portioned right to your doorstep for less hassle and less wasted food.
1: This time of year, everyone's looking to revamp their eating habits. Look to HelloFresh's wholesome health-forward options like over 30 calorie-smart and protein-smart recipes each week. And HelloFresh also owns Green Chef, another one of our sponsors, so with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. We love cooking with HelloFresh because the food always seems to taste better when you've prepared it yourself. And a few recipes we love that are coming up include their Bon Me style meatball bowls, their one-pan black bean and pepper quesadillas, and the smoky garlic and herb shrimp. So go to HelloFresh.com NewsDumpFree and use code NewsDumpFree for free breakfast for life! What?! One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That is free breakfast for life. At HelloFresh.com slash NewsDumpFree with code NEWSDUMPFREE. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. All right, back into the news now, and unfortunately, we've got to talk about Trump for a
0: little bit. No! We're getting it out of the way first, but the funniest possible thing happened on Fox News the other day, and we simply have to show it to you. I mean, they're always doing weird nonsensical shit over there at Fox News, and this week was no different because Jesse Waters invited a psychic, or tarot card reader onto his show to do a reading for Donald Trump. And the moment, it was absolutely perfect. No notes. Just, just
1: watch. Paula, for you to give me a reading Hmm. on President Trump. Just the one card. One card. One card, let's do just one card. We like that one. Oh oh oh! What is that? I, I mean, I, I, I do recognize that I'm, a, I'm at Fox TV. I uh, am <laughs> a sense of loss, a sense of loss. But it, it's very <sighs> specific. No, 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 no let, let me. Yeah, can we even describe what just happened without getting the Secret Service uh, showing up at our door? <laughs> he, I, what are the rules here?
0: He asked her to do a tarot reading of Trump. She pulled out a, a stack of tarot cards and just randomly and I I assure you this wasn't planned because Fox News would not want this to happen, pulled out the Grim Reaper card and explained that it means a specific sense of loss. The
1: the name of the card is literally death. The card is death. Okay. I I don't know enough about tarot cards.
0: In tarot, it's it's not the Grim, it's death. Okay, well, uh, she seems to indicate it means a sense of loss, which is still very funny. She tries to salvage the moment by over explaining it in a way that doesn't seem so bad because that's what these readers do. Uh, yeah, it probably just means like the death of something, uh, you know, uh, something you're getting over, blah, blah, blah. The, yeah, the death of liberalism, uh, sure. Hey, But uh, it's just so perfect that it played out this way. Just unintentionally brilliant television.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is what we, this is what our elders in this country watch to learn about how the world is going, so.
0: they're And they're terrified. That they ex- are terrified right now. They lot. are filling their depends. This was the last thing they wanted to have happen.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. But speaking of Jesse Waters, uh, and we'll get back to Trump in a second, but Jesse Waters recently alluded to the fact that Texas Republican Representative Dan Crenshaw might have been doing a little bit of insider trading, which caused Crenshaw to immediately load up Instagram and start bashing the Fox News host with some pretty explicit language which then apparently caused Fox News to cancel pre-scheduled appearances with the congressman. It was a whole mess. Yeah. Basically, Waters did a segment about politicians trading stocks and pointed out that Dan Crenshaw had beat the market by 13 points. Not happy with the implication of this, Crenshaw started posting the following to Instagram Stories. Hey, you fucking hack! If
0: you're going to accuse me of literal corruption, get your facts straight and man up and come accuse me to my face. You're a fucking clown, desperate for clickbait. I literally have $10,000 invested in stocks, and haven't made trades in over a year. I have never had more than $20,000 invested while in Congress. Fox knows this, but they're so desperate for fake controversy to get clicks. Waters is a tool, making millions to push conspiracies on TV and bash veterans like me who are barely a fraction of his net worth. Wake up, America! The political entertainment industry is almost always lying to you. and...
1: Let let them fight. I don't fucking care.
0: This is odd that he's only pissed now that he was the target of one of their segments, especially considering he was literally scheduled to appear on their network just hours later. But go off, and he did continue to go off, adding, Losers like Waters grew up with a silver spoon. His family is made up of well-connected journalists and politicians. And for some reason, people are fooled into believing he's some genuine blue-collar conservative. Yeah, He's such a conservative, he cheated on his wife and then left her with twins while he went off with another Fox producer. And let's be honest, Jesse Waters seems like the type of dude who pees sitting down. Uh-oh, they're fighting again. The girls are fighting. Yeah. Please stop. Don't stop fighting, everyone. It would be a real shame if you kept
1: fighting. I mean, honestly, I think he's protesting a bit much.
0: Yeah, it seems like he's <laughs> overreacting uh, quite a bit. Maybe we should look into the stock trading of Dan Crenshaw.
1: Yeah, uh, I wasn't interested before, but now I think, I think it's worth a look. Also, none of these people should be allowed to trade stocks at all.
0: No, no. Uh, what was I think Marjorie Taylor Greene got called out in some way, but then was like, I don't trade stocks, my son does.
1: Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Anyway, back to Trump, because yet again, he has proven that every single thing he accuses someone else of doing, he is guilty of himself instead. And this week is no different because a recent report indicates that while Trump was in office, his businesses brought in millions of dollars from foreign nations, and it appears as though a majority of that money came from... China. Yeah, here's CNBC with more on that. Former President Donald Trump received at least $7.8 million in payments from foreign governments during two of his four years in the White House, according to a report released Thursday by Democrats on the House Oversight Committee. 20 foreign governments made the payments to Trump's businesses during the two-year period that the committee was able to review. Representative Jamie Raskin, Democrat of Maryland, the ranking member of the House Oversight Committee, wrote in the reports forward that the payments came from some of the world's most unsavory regimes, with China being the leading spender, paying more than $5.5 million to Trump-owned properties, according to the report. Some of the other countries that made payments to Trump were Saudi Arabia, Of course, Qatar, of course, Kuwait, of course, India and Afghanistan, the report said.
0: This is a limited window on a far broader universe of foreign government spending that took place, Raskin told reporters Thursday on Capitol Hill. Raskin said in the report that the information demonstrates that Trump violated the Constitution's foreign emoluments clause, which he said prohibits the president from accepting money payments or gifts of any kind, whatever, from foreign governments and monarchs unless he obtains the consent of the Congress to do so. Yet Donald Trump, while holding the office of President, used his business entities to pocket millions of dollars from foreign states and royalty and never once went to Congress to seek its consent, Raskin wrote. Raskin said that the $7.8 million is almost certainly only a fraction of Trump's harvest of unlawful foreign state money. But this figure in itself is a scandal and a decisive spur to action. And yeah, seems bad. Surely this will be the end of Trump's... Political career, yeah, like, once and for all. like to see old Donnie Trump wriggle his way out of this one. Does so
1: effortlessly. Um. Yeah, so uh, that's going to be the end, right? No. In fact, while we were filming this episode, the second and third place finalists in the GOP's presidential nominee race are currently hosting separate town halls. Uh-oh. And there's probably going to be plenty of clips to come out of it. We don't have any yet, so you're on your own with that. Uh, one of the people that's still in the race, though, is Nikki Haley, and this is probably the least consequential thing about her bid for the presidency, but it's weird enough to mention, so here you go. She changed her husband's name. Yeah. Her husband was born as William, or Bill, and she changed his name to Michael. Girl boss it doesn't moment. Doesn't sound like he had much of a choice. No, nope. She just went ahead and did it. Yeah. Here's an excerpt And from- convinced all of her friends to do it, too. Uh-huh. I mean, this is, this is kind of girl boss energy that this country needs. That's right. America doesn't know... What it needs for itself. It needs Nikki Haley to come in and decide when decide. Needs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, here it's, it's from an excerpt from the 2012 book that she authored, as pointed out by Twitter user Andrew Prokop. You may be wondering how Bill became South Carolina first gentleman Michael Haley. After we started dating, I looked at him one day and said, "What's your name? You know it's Bill, he said, puzzled. You just don't look like a Bill. What's your whole name? William Michael. From that point on I started calling him Michael, and all my friends did the same. When he transferred to Clemson his sophomore year, my friends became his friends, and before we knew it, he was universally known as Michael. Everyone who knew him before I did knows him as Bill, and everyone who met him after I did knows him as Michael. He looks like a Michael." Okay, well, let me, let me get a look at this guy. No, that's a bill. That man is a bill. That's the most bill bill I've ever seen in my life. Maybe when he was like 19, he looked like a Michael, but that's that's a fucking bill. If I've, bill. Ever, if I've ever seen a bill, it's that. Still, though,
0: that's some serious girl boss shit. Yeah. Oh, and a new cop clip dropped... Uh, to start 2024. Oh, getting splashed? La- last year, we had the cop down the slide. Yeah. Move out of the way, 2023. The slide's still way better. This, uh, yeah. This barely scratches 2024 the 2024 is here, though, and uh, a cop just getting completely soaked by I a wave love, of
1: water. I love the split second where you can see the cop going, I mean, why? why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone drives by and just
0: completely hits this puddle on purpose to, yeah. to cover this cop in water. They laugh about it. It's a it's a wonderful video, <laughs> the, especially just the, he knows it's coming. Yeah. Why?
1: have you ever gotten splashed by a car before yeah it's it's, it's, it's annoying it's like so much worse than you even like it's, imagine it's it like have
0: you ever gone to like an amusement park that has the <laughs> yeah. fog flume ride and you're like how bad could this you know, be it's like
1: it's fucking terrible yeah it's so it hot I, your day. I can't
0: wait to get this water on me and it feels like you've been hit by a truck
1: yeah i mean luckily the only time this ever happened to me i think i was wearing a raincoat but it was like my pants and my shoes just getting filled with water it's like oh god damn it
0: yeah Anyways, cool video. But speaking of girl bosses, the girl bosses of the world are apparently obsessed with the Stanley
1: Cup. This is something I've only learned recently. uh, And this
0: is not, to be clear, the NHL Stanley Cup. No,
1: no, no, no. The
0: Stanley Cup, that was
1: it's basically just a thermos
0: with a straw and a handle. And apparently it can survive a car fire. And I think that's why, that's at least the first time I heard of this going viral was the fact that a car burned down and the Stanley Cup cup thing, thermos, whatever you want to call it. It's weird calling it the Stanley Cup. Yeah, uh, Survive.
1: It's not Lord Stanley's Cup. Yeah,
0: and and that became like a viral marketing moment. Like, yeah, look, it can survive a fire. Cool.
1: All right, but are you really going to drink out of it after that?
0: So we have to assume that that news story is, I guess, the reason that really drove this thing up in sales towards the end of the year. No,
1: that's... Also the holidays. Surviving the fire, that's a commercial like, oh, I should go buy a Stanley Cup for myself. Yeah. Not 40. Apparently, these women have, like, no... They're collecting them like fucking Beanie Babies. Yes, they are. It's crazy. But it would be... I mean, it's it's kind of like a little
0: safe. Keep it in your car. You put all your valuables in it. Uh, it survives the fire. You open it up. Everything's good. It's the good.
1: black box. <laughs> yeah, Why right. don't they make the whole car out of the Stanley material?
0: I want a <laughs> Stanley car, goddammit. And it needs to be pink Valentine's covers colors with it, Starbucks
1: on the side. This is also a company that's been around for, like, over 100 years. And I'm sure, like... Whoever's down at their fucking headquarters in like, I don't know, Des Moines. I'm just going to say Des Moines is like, well, what's happening here?
0: Get China on the phone. We got to print out more of these cups. Yeah. Uh, So, yes, the Stanley company seized the moment by doing the same style of viral marketing that has been standard for a while now. I I don't know if they're connected, but either way, they started marketing it to women by doing uh, limited released colored versions of the cup that you can only get for a limited time in certain locations. And then Christmas, of course, sent people over the edge for these things. They were they, under the tree for everyone. But the obsession hasn't stopped there because things boiled over this week when a limited edition Valentine's Day version of the cup went on sale at Target, leading to videos popping up of people literally storming the displays and fighting over the cups in footage that harkens back to the Black Friday doorbusters of yesteryear. Yeah, this is wild. Like Also crazy because I saw a couple posts of people that were just like, Oh yeah, I just went on the Target website and did the order pickup. Yeah, I just I just uh, ordered it online and I just walked in and picked yeah. it up. But no, people were out in lawn Before, chairs waiting yeah, at three in the morning. Like yeah, and getting in fights with people who
1: were I just mean, trying to walk in. And hey, shop. they must be pretty great cups. Maybe next time I'll be uh, throwing throwing bows trying to get it. Yeah, I have a Yeti. Yes, yeah, I love my Yeti cup. It actually is. It's a good product to have. This is girl dinner. Yeti
0: is boy dinner, I guess. (laughs) But here's the Daily Dot with more.
1: A limited edition Valentine's Day Stanley Cup just launched at Starbucks, and it's already causing chaos and selling out nationwide. This latest Valentine's Day drop, which included limited red and pink cups sold exclusively at Target and a pink cup sold in partnership with Starbucks, caused so much verbal fighting outside a South Carolina-Target-Starbucks combo location that a manager had to come out to settle the dispute. In the viral TikTok, there's a line of people congregated outside of the store location, waiting for the doors to open at 8 a.m. But one man tried to ignore the order that had been established and made his way to the front. The group at the front of the line said they'd been standing there since 3 a.m. and were not about to let someone cut them. In one video, TikToker Victoria Robino says the Valentine's Day Cups were sold out at her local Target in just four minutes. Her video received over 16.3 million views and 848,000 likes as of publication. America's crazy for cups! And the economy
0: is back, baby. Well, in her video, viewers see about 20 people rushing around the Stanley display in order to get their special cups. There's a sign on the display that clearly states Stanley quantity limit two per guest. Despite the sign, multiple customers in the videos can be seen grabbing handfuls of Stanley cups. A worker even repeats the rule since some do not seem to follow it. Guys, our limits two per guest, a voice off screen says before the video ends. TikToker Yasmin Hernandez filmed a herd of customers rushing toward a display in Target. Getting trampled for a Target Stanley Valentine's cup. Hernandez wrote in the text overlay of her video, which was viewed nearly a million times and utilizes the popular song, Just a Girl, by No Doubt. So yeah, I mean, it, it is wild that, of all things, an insulated cup has become an accessory that's basically a status symbol. Even before this, uh, some of the funnier uh, videos and uh, memes that I saw uh, over the holiday break, were like, there was like one guy dragging a, a giant trash can with uh like a pool noodle sticking out of it because the cups are so giant especially <laughs> it's like got I, my Stanley cup. Yeah they are big cups. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I are the w- I, I'm happy wait. that
0: they're that they're if they're does drinking this, water. Does this
1: have synergy with uh it's see it's not water. It's, I think this might have crossover with that other uh white women uh TikTok trend of them. Uh they're getting really into their own waters, which are not waters. It's uh you fill your 32 ounce uh, St- Stanley with like ice and a little bit of water. And then you get those fucking flavor pumps that they have and you just fill it with like two Red Bulls, some uh, lavender, a little bit of uh, vanilla. And like they mix it up and like add a fucking pixie stick. And they're just like, yeah, I, gotta, I love my water. It's got to stay hydrated. <laughs>
0: These women are doing alchemy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they got so tired mm-hmm. of having to go to Starbucks every time uh, they wanted just an insane drink and to have a, their slave at Starbucks make the make it for them now they're doing it at home. There was another one over the
0: Christmas break where like someone was like my friend invented the 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 Oreo something or other at Starbucks and it's like that has 5000 calories in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, also like Starbucks milkshake. Starbucks came out recently and was like yeah, we'll you can bring your own cups through the indoor and the drive thru now and we'll
1: fill your cup for you. 7-Eleven made this mistake a long time ago. But they have a ago.
0: limit on the uh, size of the cup, which I think excludes the, the Stanley Tumblr. 7-Eleven
1: had like a free Slurpee day like years ago. Bring in the giant Ultra Gulp. People showed up with just straight up like buckets. <laughs> the Home Depot bucket? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Michael Bloomberg was right. This country has a problem. We can't control ourselves. Too much sugar water. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. Uh, anyways, yeah, it's, it is wild that this has become like a status symbol. And to be fair... Dudes are like this with stuff too. We have the Yeti stuff, but I I'm not sure that I recall a bunch of people storming an REI for Yeti gear in the middle of like waiting all night for
1: that. Yeah, no, uh, you just go on the internet and you you order, you order it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't care about the color.
0: I will say though, I bet I bet in certain parts of the country if Yeti did like a limited uh like real tree camo or something, yeah.
1: that people would line up for. Yeah, camo and like uh something saying like the owner of this cup is a real American unlike those coastal elite libs yeah sure black uh, yeti x black rifle coffee
0: the limited edition punisher yeti cup yeah yeah sells out in second blue line yeti cup and you don't want to fight anyone in those lines no they all
1: got guns (laughs) and
0: they'll shoot people
1: anyway finally today folks you know them you love them they're the funniest sites and social media accounts online The Hard Times and The Hard Drive, the satire news sites that have some of the best and funniest writing that we've seen in the past 10 years. Honestly... Even eclipsing the onion in a lot of cases. Yes, I would say so. Uh, They have unfortunately had to start asking for support to keep the operation going and keep their employees paid after buying back The Hard Times from a company that acquired them a few years ago. So now they're going back to being fully independent and they could really use everyone's help to keep things running smoothly. Uh, We will link to their Patreon and full statement below, but here's the gist of it from their post. When we started Hard Times and Hard Drive almost 10 years ago, things were a bit easier for us. Facebook and others allowed our comedy to spread organically. Now, whenever we mention a political name or term, we see the reach of that post plummet. If we reference sex or anything risque, we sometimes see our reach punished for a month or more. When we use swear words in an article, advertisers put us on a blacklist. When we put a link on a merch post, algorithms decide it's better, readers don't see that post, and just stay on social media. We don't want to complain, we just want to keep making jokes, but it's becoming harder and harder to keep the lights on in this new environment. Our sites can no longer survive without some help. We're completely owned and operated by our original founding team, which started as a punk zine almost a decade ago before also expanding to video games and nerd culture.
0: And they go on to say that your support is what will help keep them afloat so if you've enjoyed any of their stories or headlines from the past decade or so please go support if you can links will be posted a few times down in the description below please go support them as for us and this this is the end of the video so just uh, leave a like on the video leave a comment reply to a comment you guys have been great speaking of content
1: that is definitely not getting properly monetized this video was about Jeffrey Epstein, so yeah, uh, probably not gonna be. Yeah. yeah. So if you could help us at least get some reach here,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, we're we're all down in the content minds dealing with the same issues as everyone else. Uh, but just uh, you like know, leave a like, comment on the video, go support Hard Times, and check out our most recent videos over here because one of them is just a recap of things that we missed during the break. The other one uh talks about topless streaming on Twitch, which is topless. another thing that uh yeah, we fight the algorithm to get noticed on. But uh, yes, yeah, check those out, leave a like, and we'll see you soon. Bye.